In this week's episode of Speak Like Me English, Chris gets a suspicious letter. I don't really have very much going on. We have a surprise visit from Lucy, and we learn how to use the phrase have to do with. Hope you guys enjoy. Alright guys, welcome back to episode 42 of Speak Like Me English. I'm Jacob from England. And I'm Chris from Australia. And we are your English teachers from a distance. I'm super pumped to be back today to teach some cool words and vocab and phrases through our funny little conversations. Hopefully funny. Today we have basically no content. (laughs) I'm hoping Chris has some good stuff because I've had a rough week this week. I've just been working. I've been in the office like a... Just a... I've been an Excel monkey, Chris. Okay. I've just been in Excel... Looking at spreadsheets, trying to make classes, and we've got a bunch of new students. We've got some new teachers trying to make it all work. Okay. And it's put any uh, put any pivot tables in there? Fuck that. No. No, <laughs> I, I learned pivot tables. I think twice, like okay. in both degrees that I did, because I did I did a bachelor's and a master's. Right? They taught us this shit. You know, this like research statistics. You learn it for two weeks. You pass the test then you never remember how to do pivot tables. What is it? I don't even know. I just know that it's like a common thing when people start nerding out over to Excel. Be honest, I can't remember. I think okay, it's something then. like you have like one thing in one column, another thing in the other, and you want to see the relationship between them, like basic correlations, you know. Oh, okay then. But honestly, I can't really remember. All right. Yeah. All right. You know there are Excel World Championships? Fuck that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they oh give God. like these uh, the people are given like a data set, like a very complex data set, right? And uh, they have to come up with ways. Um, I, I think they're given like goals and t- I mean, like just like you would be at work, you know. Please, like, here's the data set, like represented in this way, or can you um, collate it? Can you put it together in this right. way? And whoever can do it the most creatively or whatever, okay, um, and the most efficiently, let's say, right? Uh, I, I think that's how it works. That sounds like why would you even want to do that? I mean, why look- would you want to be the you you know the king of Excel? I mean, first of all, to say that you're the king of Excel. This is so sad. I mean, look, people want to be the best at really weird things. At least Excel is, I mean, you know, I'm sure you've seen videos of cup stacking. No, I've not. Really? Okay. So this is a competitive thing in America. Okay. uh, Mainly in America where it's like stacking cups and how quickly you can stack the cups and then deconstruct them. Um, And that's competitive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Rubik's Cube competitions. Yeah. That's uh, a competition as well. So being the best at stacking cups or being the best at solving a Rubik's Cube. Right. I mean, how useful is that? Not at all. But yeah. at least being good at Excel, like, I mean, I'm sure there are many, many companies all over the world that would want somebody who is, you know, uh, proficient, who is yeah. literally like awarded as being the best in the world at Excel. I feel like proficient could be a good word. Yeah. 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 So proficiency, how proficient you are at something, basically how good you are. At something, maybe you could say how professional you mm-hmm. are at something. Yeah, to be proficient, it means to know to be very good at what you're doing, basically. Yeah. So we hope that your dear listener, we hope that we are making you more proficient at speaking English. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Chris, so yeah. So my week's been a nightmare, to be honest. So we've got these new teachers, mm. three of them now. It was five, 
You hear that, new teachers? Your you, your your involvement has made a no. It's uh, been amazing. <laughs> it's been perfect. Thank you, all of you guys, for going through the trainings with me. It's just been difficult because some people they couldn't have trainings at the same time, mm. so I had to do the same training twice in a row, on top of my normal job, which was quite soul destroying. There's only so many times you can talk about how to make a present sentence mm. before you want to kill yourself. Sure, and I think I've reached that limit. <laughs> Yeah, but and it's been busy with organizing the classes. I was here last night with Lenker until 10.30 p.m. Right. That's not normal. Mm. And we had the Spanish podcast before at like 7 until 8.30, which was awesome, by the way. Uh-huh. And you don't speak Spanish, right? But no. I would recommend listening to it anyway, just because it's half in English, half in Spanish. Mm. Like Lizette and Diego, they were just vibing. Uh-huh. We were all vibing last night. So to vibe, this is good English, it means to have a really kind of good connection with someone, right? Yeah. Good atmosphere, you're having fun with them, to be vibing. Yeah. And we're explaining to you, this to you for like the third time yeah. because it's really commonly used. Exactly. Uh, these days. Because we use the verb, uh, we use the word vibe as a noun, like there's a nice vibe in this cafe, but also to vibe as a verb, we are vibing. So we were vibing yesterday. I love the mix of Diego and uh, Lizette because Diego is very, I don't know how much you know about each of them, but he's a very kind of like gentlemanly. He doesn't really swear. He doesn't really talk about sex and drugs and alcohol. Okay, he, he likes to keep it clean. Lizette is the polar opposite of okay. that. So polar opposite obviously means the 100% opposite. Mm. She loves talking about all the different ways to swear and sex and uh, drinking, you know. Okay. And just see- Would you say that she is, to revise a previous word, would you say that they're... Um, diametrically uh, opposed? Yeah, would you say that their personalities are diametrically opposed? Um, not really, because it kind of works. Okay. Yeah, even though they're very, very different. Seeing him get so uncomfortable with what she's saying makes it so funny. Uh huh. Because he's like dying, kind of like laughing, and also wanting not to say this stuff. And she's enjoying putting him through the pain. And I'm sat in the middle thinking, this is great. Yeah. And it's just so fun. All right. I wish you could be there. It was like really, really good fun last mm-hmm. night. Um, so that's been my week, just dealing with that crap. Chris. How's your week been? Uh, you know what? It got off to a uh, it got off to a really really good start. Um, I woke up nice and early on Monday morning and uh, uh, went to the gym. Nice before my first class. Uh, had then had three classes in a row and they were all really good, mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, then had a nice long lunch break. Uh, and uh, as I always do on Monday, and that was going great. But then, at oh. about uh, at oh, about twelve thirty, I get a on message. Monday. Yeah, on Monday. Yeah, yeah, I get a message from my cousin in Slovakia because I have cousins in Slovakia, as I've explained before. Yeah, um, and she was saying, "Oh, Chris, uh, the post lady just came, and she uh, she tried to deliver a letter for you, uh, but it's to your hands only, so we couldn't take it." But uh, uh, it's um, yeah, it's it, it's here, and uh, you know, so they could know. take it then. They were allowed to. No, 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 no. Like, uh, sorry. Okay, so they weren't allowed to take it. She was able to literally. Take a, yeah, uh, she was able to take a picture of the envelope itself, the um, and that got taken back to the post office. Jesus. And then my cousins were given a, a little yellow piece, like a delivery slip, basically. Okay. So take this to the post office so that you can pick it up. So now I need to either go to Slovakia 
and pick it up myself. I need to go there in person or I need to find a way to give my cousin's power of attorney oh my God. so that they can pick it up oh for God. me. And I have 18 days uh, to do this. Okay, so you've not seen it. Uh no, I, I... You've got no idea? No, no. And That's disturbing. Oh, and what was scary is that she said, Chris, it's a letter from the Ministry of the Interior. What, the Slovak one? No, the Czech one. So why is it going there? Okay, because uh, when I registered uh, when I registered for my uh, Zivnostensky Listek, my trade license, yeah. um, and you're, you're regi- registering and you need to give your permanent address, which yeah. is a strange thing for me. Uh, do you have permanent r- addresses in the UK? Is that a thing yeah. in the UK? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. It's not a thing in uh, in Australia and not really a thing in the US either from what I've, um, uh, from what I've heard. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, I had to give a permanent address, but I couldn't give one in the Czech Republic because I don't have any Czech documentation. I don't have a Czech passport or a visa because I don't need one um, or a residency permit or anything like that. I don't need any of that because I have mm. a Slovak passport. I'm allowed mm. to live here. It's fine. Uh, but I still needed to give a permanent address. Uh, so I, uh, I I gave them my cousin's permanent mm. address. Um, and this was all the way back when I started working mm-hmm. with you uh, in 2019. And it hadn't been a problem until Monday okay. when they got this letter. And it's like, oh, my God, what are they sending to me? Like, what? what is this? <laughs> Why am I getting a letter from the Ministry of the Interior that is to my hands only? It's probably nothing, but that is a bit weird. It's, oh, God. I don't know if, if you're like this as well, but, man, when I get a letter from a government institution or ministry or something like that, my heart just drops. Yeah. Uh, I get so paranoid, you know. I just start thinking like it, whatever's in the letter is them basically telling you, you fucked up, you've done this wrong, yeah. you haven't, you, you've broken the law, you haven't paid this fee and now the, your late fees are fucking 10 million check crowns and yeah, get a yeah. you know, I just get so paranoid that it's like that. Um, but I've, what I've, are you talking uh, about? You have eighteen days until what? Until the, it just says that it's going to be held at that post office for eighteen days. So maybe just leave it. <laughs> just leave it. But okay, so I've I've uh, uh, I have been picking the brains of some of my students this week. <laughs> so to pick okay. someone's brain, I think I've uh, I think I've explained this like but a long long time ago. So uh, to pick someone's brain is to ask somebody's opinion on something because yeah. you you want their help and you're asking this person because they are like. Maybe not an expert, mm-hmm. but they have knowledge yeah. on this. Yeah, uh, it means to get their opinion, basically, or yeah. get their thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, to once again talk about how we started working together. Like I just wrote you a message asking about how to become an English teacher. I wasn't yeah. asking you for a job. It worked yeah. out that way, but I genuinely was just like, "Hey, Jacob, can I pick your can I pick your brain yeah. on how to become an English teacher here?" Um, so I've been picking some of my students' brains about what I should do right, uh, or yeah. like what, what the deal might be. Mm-hmm. And quite a few of them have unprompted, all right, uh, uh, like without sort of being given direction or something. Um, they suggested that I, they said, you know, what, 
it, it, you know what it probably is? It probably has to do with this uh, uh, data box, data of a schranke yeah. situation. You said very quickly, it probably has to do with. Remember, mm. has to do with, it means to be connected with. But we don't we don't say that we say to have to have to do with. Yes. So it probably has to do with your data box. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, a couple of people have said that. Uh, oh yeah, I have a I have illegal. a side business. You have to have a you have to have a data box now. Mm-hmm. It's mandatory. And do you have one? Uh, one has been made for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I, I I saw that today. Um, and yeah, that's probably what this letter is, is, uh, like my login information or okay. confirmation yeah. stuff and whatever. So what are you planning to do? Well, one of my students suggested that I, uh, that a call be made, definitely not by me because I'm not going to be able to communicate with them, yeah. that a call be made to the post office where it is being held, mm-hmm. um, and ask them if it's possible to have it sent to a different post office, right. uh, a post office like oh in, in Bratislava, say, uh, uh, and then I could go and pick it up from Bratislava instead of going all the way to um, to my to, to the town that my cousins live in, which is an extra like two and a half hours worth right. of travel. And like the other thing is that if I wanted, if I want to go. All the way to my cousin's uh, hometown. I mean, they live in a small town in the middle of Slovakia, like a rural town. I mean, no shot that that post office is open on a weekend. Remember, no shot, it means no chance. Yeah. There's no chance. Yeah, yeah, it's not open on a weekend. I've seen their opening hours. Yeah. I would have to go there on a weekday and their weekday opening hours are like 8 till 12 and then an hour break for lunch. It completely closes at lunch and yep. then 1 till fucking 3. Yeah. Uh, so I would have to go there on a weekday with meaning I couldn't teach. That's crazy. You, know? you can't do that. No. That's no. crazy. Uh, so I, I, I like this uh, this idea of having it sent to um, uh, of having it sent to uh, Bratislava because there are post offices in Bratislava that are open on a Saturday. So I could just go there early this is in the so morning. So much work for this stupid letter. Like, I, why did we invent email? Because why need, is this a thing? Because I mean, like, have, I mean that's the ultimate point of it. But like, they need to confirm that it's me. Like, this is my personal information. Like, I completely understand. You can send personal information to an email. Banks do it all the time. Yeah, but they've already confirmed that that's me. Like, I wrote my email address down when I was sitting there um, at the okay. uh, uh, at the bank or whatever. So they right. know that that's my. Uh, thing, but like this is my like my very personal like identity. This is identity theft level okay. information, right? Yeah. Uh, so they need to make sure that it is definitely sent to me because right. then somebody else could communicate with all of these ministries okay. uh, on my behalf. Yeah. Okay. And like and completely fuck okay. me over. Well, that's good to fuck someone over. Do you want to explain what that means? All right. Because people get very confused with all the different versions of fuck. Yes. That there are. So fuck someone over. Yeah. So to fuck someone over is to do something to is to do something that puts them in a very negative position. Right. Uh, that is undeserved. That is unfair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you could imagine maybe in a sports match. Uh, that you know the game is being played, and then a referee makes a decision, 
that mm-hmm. is like not the correct call. That is not the correct decision. Yeah. Um, and then like like that decision would fuck over one of the teams. It, it would put them at a negative position unfairly, right? It's like to do something horrible to someone that makes it makes their situation worse. Yes. Right. Like if Chris, like, you know, he said that he's going to teach for Speed Like Me and we do all the work to train him and set up his classes and one day before his class he says, yeah, actually, I'm just going back to Australia. Mm. Goodbye. I was like, Chris, you totally fucked me over, man. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a good show. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Chris, uh, you're going to let us know on the podcast, like, what's the result of all this drama? Mm. It sounds quite exciting. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe, maybe not in a good way, but uh, I get these letters as, as well, and it's never that bad. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. usually some, like, stupid stuff. You I, know? I, 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 in talking to my students, um, a couple of them have told me about the, the varying levels of severity of... Um, severity could be a good word. <clears throat> so severity, coming from severe... Uh, is like how intense and how intensely, usually bad. How like, serious. Yeah, how serious, yeah. how intensely bad something can be. So there are different levels of severity of yeah. seriousness to some of these envelopes that you can get. Yeah. And apparently like uh, there are ones that come with a blue stripe. Oh, yeah. And then there are ones that come with a red stripe. Oh, shit. Okay. And uh, they have, yeah, they, they mean um, uh, they mean different things. But what? Like red's bad? Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember exactly what, okay. but uh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, if it's blue, then that's like a serious thing and, you know, okay. you have to make sure that you pay attention to whatever it is in this right. envelope. My one doesn't have any stripe on it. It's just an envelope. Uh, so a lot of people have been saying, no, nah, it's it's not going to be anything bad. Right. It's, it's not going to be anything it's too be serious. I can just feel it. Yeah, I just yeah, know yeah. It's, you're going to open it. You're going to go. To, you're going to go to all this effort. That's a good expression. To go to a lot of effort means like to make a lot of effort. So you're you are going to go to all this effort to get this letter, and it's going to be something stupid, something boring. Mm. And you're going to be like, remember, to be like it means what your thoughts are, but you can use it in the future as well. You say you are going to be like. Why did I come to Bratislava for this shit? Uh-huh. Come to Bratislava? Go to Bratislava for this shit. <laughs> Go to Bratislava because I'm not in Bratislava right now. Yes. So you can only use the word come when you are talking about a place that you are in <laughs> right at that moment. You just reminded me of something. So I teach a lesson on Wednesdays in this in this company called CS Development. Shout out to Tomash and Yana because I know you're listening. Um, and... This guy, he doesn't do it on purpose, but for some reason he provides a lot of funny content uh-huh. of like he fucks up his English to a very sexual level, but okay. not mean with not meaning to. I know he's not meaning to. Yeah. And um, what was it he said? He he's moving. Yeah, I'll type that in a second. <laughs> I, I'm the reason for this, by the way. Yes, I made this happen, <laughs> and he hates me for it. I'll tell you the whole story in a second okay. when he's gone. But uh, so this guy Tomash, he was like. Um, he says something about like, come, come on. I, I want you to come on my car. Okay. Or something. It it wasn't car. It was something else. Cake. Uh huh. It was like I want you to come come on my cake. Uh huh. And I was like, dude, you know, if you say come on, that means like you to- jerk off on it. 
Oh, to well, it means to like ejaculate onto something. Yeah, to ejaculate on something. I was like, dude, you want me to ejaculate on your cake? Mm. And he he wanted to say something like, come to see my cake or something, but he just like messed it all up. Uh huh. Or so, like for my because often like on they replace on with for and vice versa. Maybe so. Yeah. Come here for. The purpose of seeing my cake. Something, yeah. yeah. I think yeah, it was yeah. like something like that. But uh, he completely fucked it up. And he said, like, so come on. It means that you ejaculate. I'm not even sure how to say that in Czech. So let's hope we're explaining <laughs> that right. Well, I know that the exclamation is Ujburu. Yeah, that means I'm going to come. Yeah. 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 But I don't know what the technical, like, verb for ejaculate yeah, is. Yeah, let's, uh, let's see if we can find okay, out. Okay, typical Speed Lamy podcast style. To uh, ejaculate, yeah. Ejac. We're both uh, we're, we're both <laughs> see, typing it into see our. See who can come first. <laughs> so, uh, uh, oh, it's the same. Ejac, ejac, ejac lov, ejac, ejac So hard to say. <laughs> I said it loudly. Ejac Yes. Ejac Ejaculate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he wanted me to ejaculate on his cake, but that's not what he wanted, because to come on means that. So never say. Something like, Jacob, I want you to come on my party. Yeah. Because that means you want him to ejaculate on your party. That's going to take a lot of ejaculate. That's a long time. We don't have time for that. So it's come to something. Please come to my party. It's so funny how in English you're often one preposition away from being extremely sexual. Oh, yeah. That's what part of the fun of English, isn't it? It's like you're always, it's such a dangerous language. You're always so close to being extremely sexual. That's probably true of several languages. Probably, I assume. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was having a good laugh. I, I was laughing for like 10 minutes in the lesson. <laughs> I can't remember what exactly what he said, but it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Does this happen to you? Uh, I, I think I... Um I think I ignore it or like I, right. I like I don't mention it too much. Like unless it's really uh, serious, unless it's really severe. Okay. You know? Or like if, if it's likely for them... To repeat that, and it's particularly oh, he's a very he's a very fancy word. If it's particularly egregious, oh, that is yeah. good. Explain that. So, yeah. if something is egregious, it's not just bad. It's like it's really bad, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so to go back to my previous example of a referee making a bad call in a sports match, whether it's mm-hmm. soccer, Australian football, American football, tennis, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, like look, referees are humans. They can make little mistakes, and that's understandable, yep. right? And a little mistake, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, he shouldn't have done that, but whatever. But there are some where it's like, that is so obviously wrong. Yeah. All right, that is an egregious error. That's not just bad, it's really bad, okay? It's yeah. an egregious mistake. Which in Czech apparently is neslíkaný. Neslíkaný or nehorázný. Okay. I never heard that before, but it's uh, a pretty rare word. We don't you say mm, it very often. Yeah. So I only um I only pull them up on it if it is an egregious uh uh sexual offense, error, let's say. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So to and I think to pull someone up on something is probably pretty good vocabulary, wouldn't you say? Yeah, because to pull someone off it means <laughs> Means to give them a blowjob. No, no sorry, a handjob. A hand job. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry, yeah. Um, That's it's to just suck so, someone off. Yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny how you're always a preposition away from all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's so, great. Uh, to pull someone up on something uh, is um, to... 
to basically to say, hey, you're, you're, you, you just did something wrong. Like You, you had this to- last episode. It was call someone out. It's similar to that, but yeah. To, yeah, call someone out can be like more aggressive. Like you, you did something wrong, and I want you to know it, and I want you to feel bad about it. Right. All right. But to pull someone up on something is, oh, hey, hey, buddy, like you, uh, yeah, that's that, that's a mistake. You need, you should you should fix that up. You know? Right. And then it's all good. Like uh, on a construction site, like you need to wear safety glasses. Yeah. And if for whatever reason I just forgot to have them on, somebody might pull me up on it and say, Oh, hey buddy, where are your where are your safety glasses? Okay. And I would say, Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. This feels I would not say this. Really? I'm, I'm to not, pull someone up on something? I wouldn't. Oh. No, I, but, I feel but it's very to be honest, I don't know if that's a me thing or if that's like an English thing. Uh-huh. So I don't I don't wanna say for sure. It might be an Australian thing, it might be universal, but I just don't say it. Okay. So we'll have to look it up. But uh, yeah, so other than that, no big drama this week. That was the big drama of the week is the unknown letter uh, in Slovakia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I think okay. that's the uh, fair uh, enough. That, that's that's the biggest thing. Cool. Yeah. No. Well, uh, I'm going on holiday next week, Chris. Okay, then. I'm very excited. All I'm right. going back to my Spanish village that I went to last year. Okay. Right, same same place, same hotel with actually, all, with all the tapas. Yes. Okay, then. That's the reason I go there because you pay for the flights, which are cheap. You pay for the hotel, which is hella cheap. And this time it was even cheaper because I text them, like the hotel person. I was like, hey, I'm coming back again. Would you give me a special discount? Mm. And they were like, yeah, got 50 euros off. Nice. 50 euros. That ain't nothing to sneeze at. That's like, that's like two, two to three days of tapas and wine uh-huh. for free. Yeah. Just because I asked. It's perfect. It's, hey, there's no harm in asking. Exactly. Yeah, that's the expression. There's, there is no harm in doing something. It means there's no reason why not to do it. Yep. There's no harm, right? Harm so, being well, I, I, does it also translate to like bolest or something like similar to that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's no reason not to do it, you mm-hmm. know. So there's no harm in asking because you might get something. And I did. I got fifty crown, uh, fifty uh, euros yeah. back. So yeah, I'm going to go there next week, next Thursday. I'm heading. I'm setting off, mm-hmm. and uh, really looking forward to it. Apparently, it's 25 degrees there right now. Wow, Ooh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going there just to be lazy, Chris. Just to let you know and to let mm-hmm. our listeners know, I'm not just going there to chill on the beach. I'm going there to make leaflet number four. Okay, yeah. what's leaflet number four? Can you guess? <sighs> Give it a guess. What? Well, it's currently not in leaflet form. I mean, like the discussions? Damn straight. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be a red one, and it's going to be uh, all the discussion topics that we currently have in our discussions book. Okay. Is it going to be red or is it going to be orange? It's going to be red-ish. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so on the uh, uh, on the yellow spectrum of red. Okay. I'm gonna, I have to show you the official Speed Let Me colors just so you stop complaining about it. So, I'm not complaining about okay. it. I don't care. It's just funny. These are the uh, official Speak Like Me brand colors. Uh-huh. So it's this. What color is this? Okay. Red? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pinky red, right? Yeah. But, but red-ish. Mm-hmm. And then we've got pink there. It's going to be red. And it's going to be just uh, four questions about each topic, like really open, interesting questions. Mm. Because right now the, the book is, is a book, you know, and I want to have leaflets. Mm-hmm. Sounds good, right? Yeah. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Because I don't want to go there and make it if it's not going to be useful. So I hope it's useful. And also I'll be practicing my Spanish there. I've mm. contacted, I got onto the Facebook group of this town. And I was like, hey, I'm coming. Uh, <laughs> who can teach me Spanish? Oh, my God. I was one of those guys. Uh, yeah. Okay, British person coming down to Spain. Yeah. Like holidaying in Spain. To... Teach me Spanish. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I got a lot of weird requests. 
uh, not requests, but like people reaching out and they were saying like, hey, I can teach you Spanish for 25 euros an hour and you have to pay for anything that we have in the restaurant. They were like so brutal about it. Uh-huh. And 25 euros, I don't know how much that is in crowns, but it's, it's like quite, 500 and, well, it, it would have been like 625 a couple of years ago. Really? But now it should be like 600, 575, something no, like that. No, it's 590. Yeah. Okay, so it's 590 crowns. Actually, that's pretty fair. Yeah. When, like when, f- when the crown used to be uh, 27 uh, crowns to a euro, it would have been about 600 and... It's, it's around there. Okay. 600 and... Anyway, it felt like a lot. Yeah. It's weird. It, feel, it feels yeah. like a... I have a weird messed up uh, understanding of Czech currency because like, I see Czech numbers. I don't really see money. I just see not because I've never really understood how much it is okay i understand like on a a technical level like this is this many pounds Mm. but when i see 25 euros i think that's a lot Mm. i see 500 crowns i'm like oh that's pretty okay it's like a weird difference of understanding i don't know i actually i actually have it the other way around okay you know sometimes i'll see something that's like oh yeah this is 400 crowns and i'm like 400 crowns i don't know and then i think really that's like 18 euros. That's not the worst. Okay. Okay. You know, how much is that in Australian? It's, yeah. I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't think that it's that bad. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, but really like the comp, the comparison that you should be making is like how much it is uh, to your like monthly earnings. Like that's, that's the appropriate job. So I should be seeing know? everything in percentage of my, mon- my, my, my monthly earnings. I think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Well, speaking of my monthly earnings, so I have to decide about my flat really soon. I told you about this yeah. dilemma, right? So a dilemma is a good word, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's like this really difficult decision where you can't decide what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. A dilemma. And it's between two options. Between two options. Yeah. Either I stay in my flat and pay 28000 a month, Chris. Mm. Fuck my life. Or I leave. Or option three, which is the most unlikely, is I find a girlfriend. <laughs> In the next three months, who's willing to pay half of my rent? Uh-huh. So for all of our lady Move listeners, your... for all of our lady listeners out there, uh-huh. if you would like to pay fourteen thousand <laughs> to live in a beautiful location in JCP and have free English lessons twenty four seven, then podcast at speedlightme.cz. <laughs> oh I'm just kidding, obviously. But, I know. But to be fair, like living with someone makes so much more sense here. Mm. Living alone sucks in Prague, money wise. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so other than all that stuff, um, I've been really enjoying the Spanish this week. We've got this new girl, Maria, who you're going to meet on Friday. Okay. Yeah, you've not seen her yet or talked to her yet? I don't think so. No. She's awesome. She's great. She's from Colombia. Okay. So now we have a guy from Chile. Chile. Mm. We've got uh, Ecuador and we've got Colombia. Mm. So we're slowly filling up the South American quota. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's, she's great. She's got the sort of the sass you know what I'm saying? Okay. That Southern American sassiness. Okay. South American. Yeah. What did I say? Southern. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. The South American sassiness. Mm. Do you want to explain sassiness? Uh, okay. Sass is attitude, like bad attitude. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it's like this confident. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's this, it's this confidence and like no bullshit kind of approach yep. to interacting with people. Yep. Um, uh, and it can also be like you know, teasing somebody and like making fun of them in, in a sort of way, like playfully. Yep. There's, there's, a, there's a, an element of playfulness 
in there. Um, if you're being sassy, you're you're being kind of playful. Yeah. Um, it can be it it can be disrespectful. Definitely. If it's with the wrong person. Yeah. 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 So you would say like, don't sass this person. Don't give me all that sass, girl. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it can be disrespectful, but like the the implication is that there is playfulness. It's not like complete malice and uh no one's gonna know malice malice is bad intent bad meaning a bad feeling no evilness yeah, yeah about it i mean it comes from the latin word like mal like yeah. mal being bad yeah yeah um uh so yeah there's there's, there's not like real serious malice in it it's just yeah. like uh, but i but, love it okay. i have to say this is i th- do not really not really. Okay, so this this can highlight a good in, a good difference between me and you then because I love, and I hope I hope no one listens. Oh, okay, so, okay, I love the uh, the South American sassiness, the sass, mm. especially of the well, yeah, not especially only of the girls. Okay, I don't really care about the guys, but like the guys are cool too. But like the mm. sass of the girls, because they are very sarcastic, mm. which and British people that's what we're famous for is being sarcastic, you know. And I just love this kind of person. It's like Lizette and Maria. Not really Diego, actually. He's very kind of chill. But Lizette and Maria, they're like, take no bullshit. Mm-hmm. And part of me just really appreciates it. Even if even if I'm kind of in charge of them, right? They're like, I'm not taking this bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just love this kind of atmosphere and this sassiness. And like, they, they say what they think. So you know what they're thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas like a lot of Europeans, they wouldn't say what they think. And they would be polite on the surface, but then they go home and they, they bitch about you. But with South Americans, you know exactly what they think because mm-hmm. they tell you immediately with zero, like, softening of it. Uh-huh. No sugarcoating. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. yeah. So to sugarcoat something. All right. So first of all, to coat is to cover something, right? Because that's what a coat, a klobok, does. It covers you completely. So when you make schnitzels, you coat the schnitzel in breadcrumbs, right? It completely covers it, all right? Uh, But we are talking about sugar coating something. So you're covering it in sugar. You're making it sweet, okay? So to sugar coat something is to say something in a way. uh, It uh, makes a bad thing sound better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like if your parents are getting divorced, like mine did, Mm. and they were like, hey, it's great. You're going to have two homes now. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck? Like they were trying to sugarcoat that situation. Yeah, because the, the implication being that the thing that you are coating is bad. Yeah, right. It's a it's something that doesn't taste good, so you have to cover it in sugar in yeah. order to make it taste good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're saying that they don't sugarcoat. They don't. Anything. And I love it. And I don't know what it is. I just like this whole personality. So you're not you're not into this. Uh, what are you least, not into? Um, I don't know. I just I, I don't like. Uh, Unnecess- people being unnecessarily abrasive, being unnecessarily rough or uh, mean or... Like uh, ca- causing drama when it doesn't need to be there, you mean? Yeah. 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 And, um, okay, we talked about this a couple of episodes ago with Lucy about people being typecast. Yeah. Right? And uh, it was uh, Michelle Rodriguez. That's the girl. Yeah. yeah. That's the... Uh, the uh, Last uh, of Hispanic. Us game with... Oh, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, That's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody else. Fast no. and Furious, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So Michelle Rodriguez, she's in um, Fast and the Furious. Uh, she's in SWAT. Uh, she's in a Resident Evil movie. 
Um, and uh, yeah, she is typecast as the same character, and it's, it's this fiery Latina character with attitude and sass and sarcasm sass. And, uh, yes. and and so forth. And I sass just a good word, find yeah. it. Um, uh, I just find it so uh, uh, uninviting and so mm. repulsive. Uh, so repulsive coming from the word to repel, which means to repulse. No. Uh, I guess it's a both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it would be repellent. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, uh, basically, I yeah, I, I I don't enjoy it. Okay. And you also need to understand that I used, I, I worked at a hostel for three years and got a. Can lot I just say how you say this word so differently than that I would say it? What what word? Hostel. Yeah, hostel. Ho- hostel. Ameri- Australians apparently I don't know they say hostel. Hostel, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. for in British English, we'd say hostile. Because to me, hostile can also be like hostile. No, that's hostile. This is yeah, hostile. I know, but like it can also be. Oh, yeah, this person's. Uh, can I treat this person as a hostile witness? No, hostile. It can be both. Ah, uh, okay. I've heard both, and so hostile, like hotel. Yeah, I know. It's hostel. It's like for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Just wanted to point that out sure. that not everyone would say it like you're saying it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, some people say hostel, um, yeah, which is the right way. <laughs> no, it is not. It is a way. It's a way. Yes, it is a way of saying it's a it. way. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jesus, what was I saying? Um, yeah, I used to work. I used to yep. work at a hostel, and we got all people from all over the world and many South Americans. And it doesn't take the. Comp- but it doesn't take many of intera- it doesn't take many combative interactions right. with women like this for you to get fucking just infuriated by it for you to, it doesn't take much for you to be able to pick it from a mile away yeah. to know that this shit is coming and that you have to deal with a fucking prima donna <laughs> which we had last time a prima donna uh-huh. which was a um First, first woman, woman. yeah, yeah, uh, who just thinks that she's the most important thing in the world, the most important person in the world, yeah, uh, and just doesn't take no for an answer. Will only take what she wants, and that's it. Mm. Uh, it's infuriating. It's absolutely infuriating um, and insufferable. Yeah. So I got sick of that pretty quickly. So literally so this experience in the hostel kind of shaped your whole experience, your whole opinion of South American women. Not all of them. Not all of them are like that. I, 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 have, uh, I have a few other South American uh, uh, women um, in my mind that were guests at the hostel uh-huh. that were not like... Look, I'm not stereotyping literally every single South American yeah, woman, yeah. but there is this archetype. All right, there is this archetype of of, of the sassy, fiery Latina. Mm. All right, uh, from anywhere. Yeah. Um. That yeah is uh, uh that is insufferable. They're not all like that. I have very fond memories uh, of some that were not like that. Uh. But yeah, the ones that are are just absolutely insufferable. I know what you mean, mm. and I don't like that type either. But there's like a kind of in between that I do. Oh like. yeah, for sure. Like they have the sassiness, but they're not massive. Like. Primadonnas? Yeah, they're not super irritating. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. And One of them was like that. One of them, she had this. She had this fieriness in yeah. her, but she was uh, she was very very sweet. I think what I like about the the um, 
I guess Latin Americans, I guess we can say that, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. is, uh, is the fire. It's like they're very, um, they're very kind of 100% either way. It's like either they're like really, they really love you and it's like they're the best or they really hate you. Yeah. And part of me does like that because I, I am kind of similar in a way, even though I don't really kind of like act like it. But I, I guess like internally I'm like that. You know, either I really like someone or I really don't. Okay. I, I don't have very many feelings of like, I just don't really care, you know. I tend to put people into two camps. Okay. And I feel like the, the, uh, the Latin Americans, they do the same, but they vocalize it. To uh-huh. vocalize means to say what you're thinking, you know. And they're very clear and they don't give a fuck. Mm. They will tell you, I fucking hate you. You're the worst person in the world. You're a piece of shit. Go back to wherever you came from. Uh-huh. Whereas like, if they really love you, they will tell you as well, you know. I just look, I like this about them. I don't know uh-huh. why. Because I guess I like that you know where you are with them. Okay. And you to, know where you stand? Yes. And to know where you stand, it means that you know what the other person thinks of you. You know what's your position in their life. Like if you're friends, if you're not friends. Yeah. Well, and not in just in a person's life, but in any situation. Like uh, if, uh, let's say, a, a company is going through a lot of turmoil... Is yeah. going through a, a difficult uh, is going through a difficult time, um, then uh, maybe you don't know where you stand. Will you have a job? Will you yep. not? Do you need to like all these guys at Twitter? Have you seen that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's crazy. Uh-huh. Did you see that whole thing about that guy on Twitter? He like didn't know if he has his job or not. Uh, okay, that was the, the big thing from this week. The the disabled person. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I did yeah. see that. Mm-hmm. And then Elon, uh, your fucking number one guy. I just uh, said I thought he's interesting because he does a lot of random shit. That's yeah. all I said. Uh, uh, sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> very obviously an Elon fanboy. <laughs> anyway, what the um, fuck? Do not act as if that isn't true. Um, uh, but yeah, I, like, I like him. Yeah. Yeah. God, he's such a fucking dickhead. I like him. He's the biggest fucking dickhead I, I, I just cannot imagine what it is anymore especially after the last couple of months what it is that you still see in a guy like that like he's so obviously a piece of shit he's so obviously a dumb motherfucker i think he's the- so obviously fucking stupid i don't think so he clearly is he clearly is. He has some uh, forms of intelligence. He has some forms. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. But like... On... I don't think there's a, such a thing as like he's so fucking dumb. I think that like, you can be really dumb in some areas, which he definitely is. And I 100% say he should not be a CEO. He shouldn't be because he has no people skills. And he's just crazy on Twitter and doing crazy things and ruining people's lives. But at the same time, I don't think he's like a complete idiot. I think that he is a genius in his own special way. And a lot of geniuses are not good with people. And yeah. They shouldn't be running things. They should be left in a dark room to come up with good solutions. Yeah. And to work with engineers. But they shouldn't be running people's lives. Uh-huh. That's why... Are you okay with that? Does that make sense? Uh, I don't think he's like an idiot who has no idea how things... I think he can make rocket engines with engineers sure but apparently he can't even do that like there are so many accounts of the fact that like he uh didn't at all know what he was doing that he tried like he oh well we can i'm I'm gonna do my engineering and here's this engine look at me engineering this engineer whatever situation and then all of the engineers the actual engineers in the room being like 
patting him on the head and being like, oh, yes, mm. Elon, very good. That's nice. Okay, yeah, good job. Oh, come on. You can go off and fucking have your threesome with uh, uh, what's Johnny Depp's Amber Heard and fucking what, whatever. Really? Other, uh, yeah, the other uh, woman, uh, Cara Delevingne. Uh, you know, go really? Off, go, go off and have your threesome with those. Uh, I think so. Um, okay. And, cool. uh, you know, and then when he leaves, they actually do the proper engineering to make it work as best they can while still feeding his massive ego to make him feel like he was the person that did it. But, Chris, but are you open to the fact that some of these... We don't really know what's the truth, right? There is a lot of evidence. Oh, there's a thousand people all with corroborating evidence with all the same story. And then there's Elon's fucking dickhead tweets. And you're like, oh, but where's the truth? What do you... Oh, what actually happened? Oh, we don't know. I mean, you're running defense for him, man. No, I'm just putting things out there that, like, sometimes there's always two sides of the camp, right? Mm. And each side will, like, put their own stories out there. And who really knows, like, what's going on? I I don't think that he's an idiot because he's become the richest man in the world. Mm. And it's very unlikely that an absolute idiot would become the richest man in the world. I think that he has a lot of talent. I think that he's a really smart guy. That's what I think. I don't think he's a complete idiot. I don't think he's like a god. He doesn't mm. know everything. Yeah. And uh, he makes a lot of mistakes, I'm sure. Yeah. And I, I don't think he's good at running people. Like, I 100% think he should not be in charge of who has a job and who doesn't. Um, but I do, just my feeling is that he probably really cares about what he's doing. He's not like putting whole, his whole life into these companies for no reason because he wants to be a dickhead. I think he really cares. Oh, I mean, he has an yeah. incredibly massive ego. That's that's obviously the probably. reason. Like yeah. he, he wants yeah. to pump up his yeah. his ego. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I do like he absolutely does have his areas um, of intelligence. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's uh, yeah uh, he is pretty good at uh, macro managing. Um, uh, he can be he can be good at that, but like getting down, like he, like he sells himself, uh, or he talks about himself as if, oh yeah, I can get down there, I can get down there in the pit and do the nitty gritty, and all the evidence is to the contrary of that. I feel like what, maybe not all. I of the feel evidence, like what you just the, said was a very complicated English sentence. Uh-huh. The whole thing was like get down there in the pit uh-huh. and do the nitty gritty, yeah. and to the contrary. There's like a lot of it going on there. Do you want to explain the okay, whole sentence? Okay, sure. So to get in the pit, to get uh, to do the nitty gritty. Look, uh, I guess. Okay, so the pit is like, I think it's an often used word in like high pressure uh, office situations. Think like in Wall Street. Yeah. Uh, like you know, you've all seen movies that happen on Wall Street, and there are all of those traders with pen and paper in hand, shouting mm-hmm. at each other, trading things. Like I'm pretty sure that's called the pit. Um, I think it is, but it, it's, it at least refers. It's a general term to refer to situations like that. Mm-hmm. You could imagine, yeah, like a, a, a sh- an office space in a tech company where all the coding is happening, and that's like that's where all of the intense activity is happening. Yeah, right. So he says that he gets in there and he gets into the nitty gritty, which is like the fine details, the dirty yep. details, yep. the hard work of of doing this stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he says that he does this um, and he either – there are separate instances where he either doesn't or when he does, 
there have been countless reports and countless stories of people saying that he had no idea what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't completely disagree. I just feel like we're on slightly different areas of the spectrum of... um, I just kind of appreciate that I feel like he is quite smart. I feel like he knows what he's doing in some areas. But, but yeah. most of the in in most areas, he has absolutely no fucking idea. Like this whole Twitter situation. Which, that was a massive mess. Yeah, that was an obvious ego play. That yeah. he's like, hey, I have, I can get together forty four billion or whatever, 44, 46. Yeah, forty four. Yeah, and I can buy this company to fuck these guys over, to fuck these guys over, yeah. to mess with them. Yeah, that was an obvious, just like childish play. He is like a massive child. In a yeah, way. he is. That's what everybody says about yeah. him. That he's an, an unbearable, insufferable man child. But a very clever man child. It's, I, I, think I just Chris... rolled, I rolled, I rolled my eyes at that. <laughs> yeah, so clever that he wasted $44 billion. Yeah, that wasn't great. Uh-huh. Not his finest. On an, on an ego Not his trip. finest moment. I wouldn't spend $44 billion. But um, he's not... also like criminal. I mean, not provably yet, but like the whole thing of like him pumping up um, uh, several stocks, yeah, one, like Bitcoin being one of them. Like it's to anybody with like a, a certain amount of like common sense and just being able to see uh, what is happening in front of them. Like that is not ethical. What yeah. he did, it's it's not necessarily illegal, but it could mm. be. Um, and yeah, that's how he's like makes a lot of money and. Fuck, man, he's complete disregard, absolute fucking disregard for the working man that are putting in all of the hours uh, to, to make him all of this money. It's fucking disgusting the way that he treats his workers. Horrible. Oh, you have to work. We're going to be super hardcore to 12 hours a day, every day, seven days a week. Yeah. Fuck off. I'm not going to disagree with you because mm. I do agree that he's like in his own world. Like everyone should be like me. Everyone should work 14, 15, 16 hours a day, whatever he does. And work is your life. And I think that's one thing of being, uh, if you're, if you are like the owner of a company or the CEO or something, you have to understand that not everyone, not everyone else is the CEO. They don't care as much as you care. Yep. They want to do their hours, eight hours, get paid and go home. They don't want to do what your crazy shit, you know, all the crazy stuff. And I understand that. And, uh, yeah, I think he doesn't quite get that. Mm. Yeah. I like that we've been raging on Elon for the last <laughs> half an hour. Sorry, Elon, if you're listening. I'm not fucking sorry. Elon <laughs> Musk can suck a dick. Fuck that guy. Can I tell you something funny? Yeah. I've not told anyone else this um, because I'm embarrassed. Do you know um, Bob Iver? Bob Iver? I believe it's Bob Iver. Bonnie Vare? Bob, no. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Bob Iver. <laughs> Fucking take a joke. <laughs> Shit, I got it wrong. What's his name? Bonnie Bear. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll the, tell the, the CEO trick. of Disney. <laughs> oh, man. What's his name? Oh, Igner. Bob Igner. <laughs> Bob Eigner. Yeah, yeah, Lucy's just over here. Come on, let's hey, wait. Lucy. Let's hey. wait for her in. What's up? We've just been former CEO of Disney. Bob Eigner. Yeah. We're oh, just Bob. talking about here. Yeah. It's getting we, we, we just spent here. the last fifteen minutes. Well, I just spent the, the yeah, last Chris minutes, uh, fifteen me. minutes, cursing out Elon Musk. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He was doing that on your behalf, I think. Like, really, on everybody's behalf. <laughs> on everybody's. Really going hard. Yeah. 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 Don't care for that guy. Really going hard. 
Yeah. Are we good? Yeah, something kind of funny happened in the lesson, but I'll tell you. No, come tell us. Really? Come on, yeah, okay. Okay, it's like a really quick Put thing. these on, come oh on. Oh my god, okay. Put these on, get comfy. <laughs> there's, on, there's no way to be comfortable in this come room. On. Okay. Special guest appearance by Lucy, one of our faves. Yay, thank you for having me. Okay, this will be like a 30-second thing. Yeah, we were talking about a void and how a void is an exception because it's followed by ING. So I said, what is something that you avoid doing? And one of my students, Lukash. Yeah. The guy with the drip? <laughs> not no. the drip. I mean, okay. he has drip, but he's not like yeah. known for his drip. Yeah. Okay. Um, what? There was no drip today. <laughs> Or Riz. <laughs> Absolutely zero drip, zero Riz. Um, he said, I avoid, I said, what is there something that you avoid doing? He said, I avoid kissing men. And Magda thought this was so funny that she spit out her Prosecco. Like, oh, <laughs> so she did a spit take. I taught the word what? spit take. Okay. Yeah. You both know this. this because you're so oh common. My God. This isn't even like an age thing. This no. is like. This is a common thing. I've never heard. A spit take? <laughs> what are you? A spit take is when you are drinking something and someone says something really funny or really shocking that causes you to spit out your drink. Out yep. of shock or laughter or whatever. And so in this case, it was laughter. She did a spit take because the sentence, I avoid kissing men, was pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. Like we kind of explained, like if you say that, it kind of implies there are opportunities. There are opportunities. And yeah. he said, well, sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes there are opportunities. Says the guy with no drip. Okay, you're really like laying it on. Yeah. Using my words that I learned last Really time. ragging on his drip. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, get out of here. Okay. Actually, before you go, there's one one more slang, like modern slang word that's come up recently yeah. that I wanted to, uh, that I thought of since our last appearance. Uh, describing something as goated. You don't like that? <laughs> I don't. I don't use it usually. Time? Oh, sorry. Greatest of all time? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Goat is greatest of all time. And then now it's uh, people use the word... Like, I don't use it that much. Uh, but yeah, describing something as goated is... It means that it's good. So, and this is actually... I was going to ask you last week. And I've been meaning to ask you this forever. Do you use the word slay ever? As in the meaning of, like, that comedian totally slayed? Yeah, like they did really good. Yeah. Okay. I would not use it, but I would understand it. Because I, I feel not, like I this is the gay it. version of goaded. Okay. Because if you, like, first of all, slay is the gift that keeps on giving because it's a noun, verb, and an adjective. You slayed. It was a slay. What's Your outfit is so slay. I would, I would never before. use it as an adjective. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is. What are you talking about? <laughs> I promise this is like, this is a also, Gen Z was thing. Is a way to kind of try and out me? You were asking me, like, hey, do you use slay? And then two seconds later, it's like, because that's the gay version. <laughs> I'm talking about... <laughs> I'm talking about the side of the internet that I'm on for one reason okay, or another. Okay, okay. Um, you've been really reading into the things that I've been saying lately. I'm not trying to diss you. Uh, honestly, at least I'm kind of his, on his side on this really? one. But you're, yeah, because, yes. uh, like... You, <laughs> okay. He's like, I oh, do you use slay? No. Because... By the way. Because no. gay people use Thank it, not that there's anything wrong with that, but uh, yeah, so I, I, I can definitely, I can definitely okay. see. Uh, there was no shade intended at all. Explain for the listeners. Shade is insult. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So to throw shade, throw shade. is uh, to to subtly 
uh, casually insult uh, somebody. So when you come on. What? It's so funny because when me and Chris are here, like the occasional native thing comes up, but when you're here, it's like riz. Drip, yeah. slay, yeah. What was that last one we had? Shade, shade, so and shade then yeah. adjective as well. She's very shady. Yeah, shady. But that's so like shady, dodgy, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Do you say dodgy? No, never. No, just shady. Is it? Is that a British thing? Yeah. Okay. And probably a uh, Yeah, we use yeah. the word dodgy. Yeah, I wouldn't really use that. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So wait, what were you saying? What was important here about the guy, the spit take? Oh, just the spit take I thought was okay. funny. That yeah, funny. but I'll get out now. That is funny. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks. To ha- nice to have you, uh, Lucy. That was great. Always, have, <laughs> always, always lovely to have you in the studio, Lucy. Thank you. Pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thank Perfect. you for that. Yeah. All right, so I'll see you tomorrow at Team Building. Yes, looking forward to that. Sweet. It's going to be great. Okay. There'll be a couple of new ones there as well, so make sure to be friendly, say hello. It's going to cool. be awesome. Okay, sounds Can't good. wait to see okay. you drip tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have my Taylor Swift cardigan on because I'm going to a... What does that even mean? What is it? What is a Taylor Swift cardigan? It's like I bought it from her website, and oh it's God. from it's like a replica of the one she wears in the music video. Uh huh. Song cardigan. Because I'm going okay. to a celebrity themed costume party after the. What? So we're your pregame? Yeah, for like two hours. And I'm gonna it's play. at six thirty, Jacob. She's like, <laughs> come on. She's a, she's a Wait. young woman about town. Wait a second. Wait, Wait a second. Wait a second. Not what a... is this after party? What is it? A party but it's celebrity themed <gasps> oh, that's awesome so he's going as elton john oh that's great yeah is he gay nice <laughs> that's awesome yeah last year was hunger games themed so everyone had like full capital drip dude this uh-huh. is awesome yeah. this sounds great can we come you definitely be the oldest people there <laughs> chris would be how old is normal people 22 what's the he's average turning, oh he's turning 24 okay we, I think we can make that work. We can make that work. Yeah. There's some older people in Hunger Games. Jacob, just like, don't mind me. I'm inviting myself to your friend's birthday parties. Hey, that's how I roll, Chris. Okay. Cool. Cool. I'm not going to come, but like that sounds awesome. Who would you go as if you came? That's good. But wait, what is it? Is it completely open? Yeah, to go as someone, it means to dress up as a famous person or celebrity or whatever. Wait, so it's completely open to anything? No. Oh, like... Like any celebrity? Yeah, what's the theme? Well, okay, technically it's like pre Oscars. So oh, yeah. What's that mean? Be like because it's the Oscars. When soon. do they start? I don't Oscars know. Oscars are on Monday. <laughs> what? What? Do you know what the Oscars are, Jacob? <laughs> I know what the Oscars are, but when you say pre Oscars, it sounds like, like before the Oscars ever started. Is that what it means or not? No, it's no, before it's, the Oscars happen. It's a pre. It, look, it's so, it's it's an after party for our team building, and it's a pre-Oscars party. I don't understand between. what that means. So, what am I supposed to dress up as? <laughs> a celebrity. Any, any celebrity that is alive that could theoretically be at the Oscars. Oh. Walking the red carpet. Do you know who I've been told that I look like? Can you give me a hint? Someone famous. <laughs> Lucy and I both just rolled our eyes. <laughs> I hope this is good content for you, dear listener. I know, I'm sorry. Like... <laughs> I've already accepted this is a terrible episode and we're just going to go with it. <laughs> this is close to episode 25. I shit, oh, I shit on Elon it's, Musk it's... too much. And Chris now, is like, uh... was just like banging on about Elon Musk for like 25 minutes. So that he's the worst, worst human being in the world. When I passed by to go to the bathroom, like all I heard was, and I think it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Chris was just going for it today. Uh, but I don't even care. It's fine. Uh-huh. Episode 42, who cares? I've been told... That I look like two people 
both of which are ridiculous. The first one you'll agree with. The second one you'll be like, what the hell? Is one of them Ed Sheeran? No. Okay. Why? I don't know. I'm not ginger. You said that you are. Like two hairs. Yeah. So first one was Harry Potter. What? Daniel Radcliffe. No, I really I looked a lot more like him when I was like fourteen because okay. we're basically more or less the same age, I think, and uh, we used to look a lot more alike. The second one is complete nonsense, which is Brad Pitt. My only my grand said that one. Okay, she's like, you know what? You look like that guy, Brad Pitt, but she doesn't know who this guy is, right? So she's saying it completely like like genuinely. Did, okay, but like I feel like if you say you look like Brad Pitt, you're probably saying, oh, you look very attractive, right? Like, that seems oh, like I guess that's what my ground... Yeah, I guess. I guess. she doesn't know who Brad Pitt is. I guess. Yeah. I take it in, in a good way. I tried to. I've been told that I look like, and now I'm blanking on his name, Legolas from Lord of the Rings. Okay. Uh, what's his name? I don't, I've, oh, not, I've not seen God, it. I don't know. Is in... No, that's uh, Aragorn. Oh, okay. Uh, Legolas, like the elf from, from Lord of the Rings. I can't remember. Oh, <laughs> what? <that's funny>. <laughs> <laughs> what about I, you? I've never, I've never gotten any, like... You've never been told that you look like something? Mm-mm. Someone. Jesus. <laughs> what? I'm English, man. Something. Someone. Whatever. No, I haven't, I haven't been told. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's okay, So, now, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. You were there last year or not? I don't think so. No. Where? At this same place. This actually was the week that I was hired, but I couldn't go because... Really? Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Are, you never, good, are you good at pool I've or darts? Well, Chris will teach you. He'll be okay. Sure. Yeah, Chris is like the only mild competition that I have to this game because everyone else freaking sucks, right? It's true. It's true. <laughs> so let's hope that you do, you do good tomorrow. Yeah. So thanks for that, Lucy. That was great. Listeners, hope you enjoyed that content from a distance, like all the way <laughs> I know, you can right? barely hear. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. See you next week. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow. Jesus. Okay. All right. Catch you later. Goodbye. Bye. Anyway, it'll be so funny if like listening back to that because like we can obviously <laughs> hear Lucy through this through our headphones, but I don't know if like either of our mics picked up on like well, whatever half of that we hear, they hear. I think I don't know if we hear it through this. I think I think they hear it. Okay, then I hope right. so. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so, so Bob Iger, uh-huh. Bob Iger is the CEO of Disney, and uh, okay, long story short, it's not even a fun story. Like he was the CEO from like two thousand and two two thousand like eighteen. Then he left. He like chose his successor. Mm-hmm. Successor is the person that comes after you in a company. Or like if you're the king and you die, or the queen and you die, your successor is who comes next. That's like, why the show is called Succession? Yes, that's why the show on HBO is called Succession, which is an awesome show. Have you seen it? No. It's really good. Okay. I've only seen like two seasons, but it is, it is really good. Kind of like hard to watch, you know? Okay. One of those shows, kind of like Breaking Bad, that you, you almost don't want to watch it because it's so intense. Okay. But then you watch it and you're like, oh, this is fucking great. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. Breaking Bad and The Wire, like real intense. Yeah, like you don't want to watch the it. The most but... recent episode of uh, The Last of Us. I've not seen it yet, oh, so no spoilers, please. Brutal. Yeah, I saw the second to last one last night. Okay. I'm trying to catch up. Um, but Bob Iger, so he chose his successor. His successor was a mess. Just okay. terrible. Basically, uh, just like was taking the company in the wrong direction for the last two years. And so they fired him and they brought Bob Iger back. But he's kind of old. He's like 71 or something. Mm. And he came back and he's like, okay, I'm going to be here for two years. And in those two years, I'll like make sure the company's going in the right direction again. 
and I'll be looking for my successor. And I have no idea who it's going to be. And he said publicly, like, I'm looking for my successor. So what do you think I did, Chris? <laughs> you applied? <laughs> yeah. Okay. In my slight moment of arrogance, I applied to be the future CEO of Disney, uh-huh. which is obviously obviously stupid i was just having like a moment i was having a moment in the i was having a, it was tuesday morning i just had like a lesson and i was like i i read about this and i was like i think he wants me i think i would be a great ceo in the future of disney i felt like we had like the same he was all focused on the content like not focused on the finances make good stuff do cool stuff and i'm like that's totally me you know and uh so i i, I wrote to him to his personal email because he, he put that, yeah, he put that put it out, out there. there. It was like Bob at Disney.com or something. So I emailed him. Yeah, I didn't hear back, but <laughs> and that was like a month ago. But okay. so I, I think uh, you know, spoiler alert, I'm not gonna be the future CEO of Disney. But um I don't know. It felt like it was fun just to apply. Yeah, sure. you, know, you never know. You might get a reply from him, it might be fun. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, he didn't, but that's just in my moment of delusion, you know. Okay. Anyway, Chris. This, I feel like this has been our worst episode for a long time, don't you think? It's, I don't think it's been a bad episode. Really? Why? I just feel like it's been very random. Uh-huh. I, of, we've had much more... Like, what did we talk We talked about my letter situation. I, uh, uh, I, I, I bitched out Elon Musk. We had a Lucy long on. Time. Yeah, we had Lucy yeah. on. I don't, like, the Elon Musk thing, that wasn't that long. It was like five or so minutes or something. Can we talk about one more, th- one more thing that sure. just came up this week? Um, occasionally, I read articles... And I'm like, hey, that would be a good topic for an English lesson or podcast, which is about the four-hour work week. Mm. They just finished this, um, what's it called? Oh, do you mean four-day? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's the whole Tim Ferriss thing in my head. Yep. The four-day work week. Um, they just finished some kind of trial or whatever you, whatever you call yeah, trial. it. trial. Trial in England where 91 companies, small to big companies, took place in this trial. that they Took would, part? Yeah, sorry, sorry took part in this trial where they would do this four-hour, four-day, sorry, four-day work week. And I read about it, and 91% of these companies chose to continue, chose to stick with the four-day work week. Chris, I wanted to get your opinion about what's your feelings, because it's like a big topic right now, right? Yeah. Four-day work week, what do you think? Yep, uh, I think it's great. Like Anything that makes a, that, that allows you to work less if you want uh, is a good thing. And uh, it, okay, it's a good thing if the productivity stays the same, which apparently it does, if not increasing it. In that's, certain circumstances. Yeah, circumstances. That, yeah. Because sure, think about your, your job, Chris. Mm. How could you do a four-day work week? Definitely could. Just put, teach more classes in one day. Would you prefer that? Uh, because think it, about that, really. Sure. Four days of like, Seven. okay, two, like one or two more classes each day. Uh, sure. Why not? Really? Yeah. And then uh, like I would yeah, still have, like I, I, I'm thinking about this, right? Um, I, yeah, I could put, there's a moving some classes from one day into another day and making those days a little bit longer. Uh, but then to have an entire extra fucking day off, are you serious? Hell yeah, man. I would be really interested to see how the um, reality matches the expectation because in the past, I've, I don't know about you, but I've taught seven and eight lessons a day and it is not a fun experience. No, my Wednesday is 11 hours long. 
Is it? Yeah. Like, I mean, not straight, like not 11 hours worth of classes exactly, but, you know, like the time in between. Like, basically my first lesson starts at 7.30 and my last class ends at 6.30 and then I have to get home. Uh, It's it's almost like a a full 12 hours. Actually, it is because I have to – I leave – for my first one at seven, and then I get back from my last one at seven. Uh, but my point is, um, yeah, that's a uh, th- that can be a lot. Um, but they wouldn't all be that fully intense. Um, and if I was doing that four days a week and then had three days off, I th- I think I would make that trade at least eight out of ten times, maybe nine or ten. Hmm. Like that's that's a that's a pretty easy uh, trade off for mm. me. Okay, you, you have to understand that. Like, I, I used to work as an electrician, and uh, this is like hard physical labor. And yeah, yeah there were days, uh, there were there were times where, um, yeah, it was like ten hours a day, uh, sometimes twelve hours a day, and like weeks on end. Uh, on end, no one understand. Oh, yeah, so to do something on end mean just means like continuously. So you, this was weeks on end. It was just weeks continuously. Yeah, yeah. One week after another, after another, after another, on end. Yeah. Um, and then going back to eight hours, uh, it's like, oh wow, eight hours. Oh, you, you get to the end and you're like, oh, the day's already over. This is crazy. Right? You would just do with it with the hostel, as an electrician, and at the hostel as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a uh, like a, a long and short week at the hostel, and uh, uh, most of the shifts were twelve hours. And whenever you did an eight-hour shift, whenever you went back to doing an eight-hour shift, it was like, oh my god, only eight hours! Jesus, my shift is over already. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and with a long and short week, like you get you get those weekends where it's like a three-day. It's like a, a good three day break, uh, so yeah, no, I would, I would definitely, I would definitely do a four day work week. Hmm. You know, seven classes a day, yeah, maybe um, seven on some, six on the others. Easy, yeah. easy, and it would be the same. Yeah, if I did seven classes on uh, on two days and six classes on the other two days, uh, that would work out to about the same amount of classes that I currently do. Hmm. I do just under thirty. That works out to twenty eight. Yeah. Oh, 26. Yeah, so. So fine. do you think that the future is four-day hours? Do you, do you think that like in when we're old and we're talking to the young people, they will think that we're super old school, that we had like these five-day work weeks? Um, I can hope, but after... Uh, okay, I, I think that some, a lot of CEOs like Elon Musk um, are just too addicted to the good old way of doing it uh, that they're like, fucking no. Why not? Well, if you can work 12-hour days, four days a week, well, you can do it five days a week. Well, in fact, for him, he wants people to do it seven days a week. My point being uh, that, like, some people would just never let that go. And um, I I would have had hope, okay, uh, but the evidence directly against this, uh, uh, the evidence that we have definitively against this is working from home it's right there we had this for a year it was great so many people like it a lot of people don't but a lot of people really fucking do a lot of people love working from home and if they had the option they would do it every day of the week and 
every like the actual data is out there for a hundred percent of companies because they, it happened to everybody around the world uh, that productive productivity was about the same was just as high if not higher than having to go into the mm-hmm. office yeah. um, people were happier but then uh, uh, you know vaccines come out uh, people stop caring about it and oh uh, no, 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 we're going back to the office. So you have to go back at least two times a week, if not completely back to the office. Yeah. Now, you know, some there are so many companies out there that just required all of their employees to go back to the office when there is no reason to. There is no fucking reason to. It's just like controlling, uh, uh, controlling your employees. So, yeah, no, if, even if, it, if everything points to four-day work week being better, uh, I still don't think we would, um, uh, we would, the majority of people would head in that direction because all of the evidence pointed to working from home being a good idea in most cases and uh, businesses turned away from that as soon as they fucking could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting future for sure. Like, because some jobs are like very obviously you can do them from home, like especially anything computer based where it's not about being with people, like you can do programming or you can do web design or whatever, like you can do that in four days, no problem. A little bit different when you're like teaching, like not that different, but like, okay, so you have to teach seven lessons a day rather than six. It's still doable. It's still doable. But some jobs like someone has to be in the shop or yeah. someone, someone has to be there, right? Yeah. Yeah, someone yeah. has to physically do a thing mm. and you can't only do that thing for four days and then just not do it for three. Yep. Someone has to be doing that thing. Like Completely in, agree. Like in a supermarket, someone mm-hmm. has to be sitting there at the till for five days a week. Yep. You know, but some jobs don't have to be. So I'll be interested to see where it goes because it seems to be like all these companies they're talking about in these studies are mostly like tech companies. Yeah, you can work from anywhere. doesn't really matter if you're like in the office or not. You're on your computer. You're coding, you're doing some shit, you know. doesn't really matter. But for some jobs, it, it does make a big difference. Mm. So, but for our job, like in Speed Like Me, it could be four days a week. Mm-hmm. Could be an interesting potential thing in the future. We could do a trial maybe. Sure. Yeah, I would be down for that. I mean, because from the business owner perspective, they're thinking like, are we making the same money? If you're making the same money and people are happier, equals yes, mm. right? If you're making less money, then, then, then no. Because guys, people, at the end of the day, they care about, are we making the same money? Yeah. And that's why I just don't get why people didn't want to still do work from home because people were, companies were still making mm. uh, the same amount of money, if not more. Like, I mean, how many companies recorded reported record profits right everybody's working from home but record profits and still are not can't have that uh so yeah like i would think that that's the case but for whatever reason i don't know i clearly don't have all the data but i i I just get the feeling well actually part of one one thing is that like with work from home is that all these companies were like paying for office space that nobody's using Yeah, yeah and they were like oh well we have to justify all this office space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to force people to, yeah. to, to go back in. Yeah. And I want somebody that I, I need to yell at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd be down for that. Anyway, Chris, mm-hmm. tomorrow is team building. You coming? Sure. 
it was a year ago that we did uh, we did darts and pool night uh-huh. at that place. It's gone by quickly, right? That last year. Definitely. It's been crazy. So I'm looking forward to playing. It's going to be good fun. Um, I'm playing you tomorrow, I hope. Sure. I'm not going to lie. You're the only basic competition that I have. Mm-hmm. Like, not to be rude, but most people suck at these things like pool, you know. You at least know how to play. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to our game. Um, maybe some of our new people might be good at pool. That would mm-hmm. be nice. Better than teaching Lenko how to <laughs> hit a ball. Did you see that last <laughs> yeah. year? That was f- so funny. It was great. Because I thought this is things that people just know. You know, you just know how to, you know, yeah. hit no. a pool ball, but apparently not. No, not really. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be good fun. Um, you know what? I'm not in the mood for doing our words of the week. Are you? Really? Okay. Oh. I, I don't mind. But I mean, if you yeah, want, if, if you want to do it, you can take it. You're you're a glass deep. Uh, I'm a glass deep. Do you want to take it? Uh, we could at least do a word. Okay. Right? So um, last time we had, let me look here. Uh, give me the leaflet. And oh, actually, I've got one right here that I can look at. Green one. Yeah. Uh, yep. The blue green one. Uh, last time uh, we did, it turned out. Yeah. What's oh, next? Okay. Well, we were talking about it before. To have to do with. Oh damn, that's good. Yeah. Uh, okay. So today, our, oh wait, are we going to take a break first? No. No? <laughs> okay, no break for you, dear listener. <laughs> uh, all right, no rest for the wicked. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's a, that's a, that's a nice phrase, no yeah. rest for the wicked. Basically, yeah. you just have to keep on going. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, wicked meaning evil, like a witch is mm-hmm. a wicked creature. Okay, so our word of the week this week is to have to do with. This translates from meet spolechneho or soviset su. Okay. And we use this phrase to say how two topics are connected, okay? But we don't say, as Jacob said earlier, we don't say connected with, we say to have to do with. So, for example, we can say something like, Bob being single has to do with his terrible Tinder profile. Those two things are connected, right? So, uh, again, Bob being single has to do with his terrible Tinder Tinder profile, Mm -hmm. okay? So, I could say something like, uh, me feeling so tired right now has to do with um, a terrible night's sleep Mm. I got last night, okay? Uh, Those two things are connected, okay? Uh, What is, hmm, let's see, uh, trying to quickly think of an example here. Uh, I could say, you're, you're probably a, uh, a little bit tipsy at the moment there, Jacob, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What, uh, what, what is that connected with? So my current state of tipsiness has to do with the two glasses of Prosecco I just drank. Sure. Uh, That's okay. connected. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, oh, okay. What about your need to go on holiday? Oh, yes. Or, yeah, go on. So my need to go on holiday has a lot to do with the crazy hours I have been doing the last few months. Sure. Okay. Uh, so we can just say it has to do with something, uh, but we can add words like something or nothing or a little bit or more or less, a bunch of other words to talk about how much those things are connected. 
because maybe there's just like a little bit of a connection. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a lot of a connection, mm-hmm. right? So I could say something like, my good mood. Uh, no, okay. I could say my uh, stress level at the moment yeah. has a bit to do with this scary letter that I got from yeah. uh, uh, from the uh, Ministry of the Interior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has a little bit to do with that, but it has a lot to do, for example, with uh, uh, price increases of everything these days. Right. It has to do with inflation. Yeah. And maybe I feel stressed about yes. not being able to afford the cost of living mm. these days. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Then if you want to make a negative, you can just add don't or doesn't. And this creates a sentence like, this doesn't have anything to do with me. I am not connected to this subject mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, Jacob, do you think uh, the Green Deal has anything to do with high petrol prices at the moment? Or do you think not? Is the Green Deal that ocean thing? What no. is the Green Deal? Uh, it's, it's like a uh, it's an economic policy uh, introducing. Let's uh, like, I'll help you out here. Okay. Let's say the answer is no. <laughs> so wait, uh, what was the answer? Okay, like so petrol is, price? Yeah, is the yeah. Green Deal connected to petrol right. high petrol prices? So no, Chris, I don't think that the uh, Green Deal has anything to do with petrol prices. Okay, or the Green Deal doesn't have anything to do with petrol prices. Yeah. Yep. Okay, then. All right. Uh, And then the last thing here is uh, if you want to make a question out of this, uh, you just add a question word like what to form a sentence like Mm -hmm. what does this have to do with me? What does the Green Deal have to do with petrol prices? Uh, I think that the Green Deal has nothing to do with petrol prices. All right. There you go. Fantastic. Um, Chris. Yeah. Do you think that um, this Twitter deal has anything to do with Elon Musk's need to be right? Uh, I absolutely think it has a lot. Uh, I think the Twitter deal has a lot to do with Elon Musk's need to be right. I think it has a lot to do with his ego. Yeah. Chris, do you think that me creating these leaflets that we have here has anything to do with my personal ego? Uh, No, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it has to do with you wanting wanting to put the best product out there into the world. Damn straight. Fantastic. All right, guys, that's our episode for today. It was an interesting one. Interesting one. What did we learn today? So we had some good vocab. We had proficient. Uh, And I would say that it goes with the preposition in. I'm I'm pretty proficient in um, what? Like darts? Pool? Yeah. Okay. Pool or darts. I would say it also goes with at, right? Because to be good or bad or slow or fast. Yeah, I guess. Often uh, like in regards to or in reference to an activity. Yeah. It would say like I'm good at cooking. Yeah. I'm bad at at learning languages. Mm-hmm. So I'm proficient at English. That but sounds, also in. Yes. Sounds good to me. At or in. So to vibe, uh, we were vibing. 
Mm. In the Spanish podcast, Speak Like Me Spanish, we were really vibing last night. So have a good vibe. Uh, to get off to a good start, I wrote down. It means you started off well. The beginning was good. We got off to a good start. But then something, something happened. Um, to fuck someone over. Like, I thought he was just trying to give me a good deal on home insurance, but he was really actually fucking me over. Yeah. Severity is how serious something was. Like, the hurricane was not that severe. The severity was not that high. Sass. South Americans. <laughs> Full of sass. So this she is, was giving me sass. She was giving, she was me, giving sass. me attitude. Lizette is quite sassy from time to time. She, she does not sugarcoat things. So to sugarcoat something means to make something that's quite not nice, quite unpleasant, sound a bit nicer. Make it sound in a nice way. All right? Sure. We had other things as well, and they will all be in the Speak Like Me app when we finally put them in there. We need to get on that. Yeah. Someone does anyway. Anyway, Chris, uh, anything you'd like to say to our listeners? What do we want from them? Uh, we want stars. Stars. Please give us a five-star rating. We love Wherever our stars. it is that you listen to podcasts. Yes. It can be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or somewhere else. We love all of your stars. If you have any questions for us about English grammar or vocab or personal questions, where can they email us, Chris? They can email us at podcast at speaklikeme.cz. Damn straight. And if you would like to give us some money, if you love us, you can give us some cash at buymeacoffee.com forward slash speak like me. You can give us a euro or five and that will go towards our liquor selection on the Speak Like Me podcast. Chris had nothing today. I had about half a bottle of Prosecco in this in this one glass, I think, but I'm still doing okay. Um, anything else, Chris? No, I think that's about it. I think the last thing to mention is if you're listening in Czech Republic, you can choose to learn with us in person. We have our physical in-person courses in our office in Prague, in Winchester Square, and you can join us where every day between 5 and 7. And you can check out the website speaklikeme.cz and just look at public courses. And we do English courses, but also Czech and Spanish because we also have other podcasts, Chris. Speak Like Me Czech and Speak Like Me Spanish, which I would like to start advertising on this podcast. Sure. In, in case you're interested in learning Czech for some weird reason or Spanish, then you can check out our podcasts, Spila Me Spanish, Spila Me Czech. Same atmosphere, same vibe as we have now, but just different languages. There we go. That's all right. it. And if you want to learn online, you can check out our YouTube channel, Speak Like Me, where we have all of our YouTube channel, uh, all of our video courses on there. Learn English from start to finish, basic English stuff, advanced, interesting words. Everything. <laughs> Sounds good. That's it. All right. Pretty good stuff. We're also on YouTube and uh, Instagram. Mm. Speak Like Me Prague. Check us out there. And that's it. Okay. We're done. That's great. Thank you very much, dear listener. Thank you very much for that interesting episode. Episode 42. Yep. Yeah. The answer. That, yeah, that's what I was supposed to say. 42 is a numbered episode. Uh, like a relevant number. Like, Is that a Stranger Things? Uh, no, 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 no. It's a... Uh, uh, not, is it Discworld? Or no, um, Hitchhiker's, Hike, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Right. Uh, the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Okay. Yep. So this episode was the answer? I guess so. I feel like, okay, I guess it was. All right, guys. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you next week in episode 43 of Speed Me English, where I think we'll be a bit more prepared. I'll be back from Spain by then. Uh-huh. Um, so hopefully I'll have some good content, because remember last time, 
I had that date with that girl in Spain, yep. which went nowhere. Oh. So I'm hoping this time to have at least one date that I can share on the podcast when I get back. Okay. That is my like challenge to myself. Okay. To get some good content. Best of luck. <laughs> thanks, Chris. All right, guys. Thanks very much for watching and listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you very much. See you next time. Ciao, ciao. Thank you.